Hey guys, it's Ashley and Anissa, and we're back, and we're here with Real Life with Anissa and Ash. In today's episode, we're going to be interviewing Anissa, so you guys will get to know her a little bit better, Um, just like we said in the last episode, so that my friends will get to know her, um, so her friends get to know me, and everybody gets a clear view of who we are and why we're doing this. Alright, so Anissa, where are you from? What's up, everybody? I'm from Jersey. I'm from Rahway. Um, It's like a town right outside of Newark, Newark Elizabeth area. Um, I grew up in Rahway. I used to go to school in Cranford, though, like when I was in like first and second grade. And that was an experience that was kind of like memorable. I wouldn't say it was traumatic, but it was memorable just by the reasons for the reasons that like I was like one of the only black girls in the school. You know, it was like me and one other girl, Shannon. Um, you know, of course, we kind of became friends just because we were alike. And it was like kind of sad in that way, you know, but it was kind of hard just being that I always just felt like I was different and not that I was like purposely singled out, but I just was just because I was the minority there. So it was kind of crazy. And I honestly think it was God who moved us from there because <clears throat> it was just a random situation where my grandma's like next door neighbor told on us told the school system that we didn't live out there and we were going to school there and we had to move to Rahway and that's kind of how I got there you know I grew up in Columbus place and you know it was just a nice little town like everybody was just close with each other we all grew up together it was just a small town and everybody just I feel like we all just cared about each other in a certain way that like a lot of people just don't understand and I think that the reason why it was so traumatic for me when I had to move to Virginia in the middle of high school It was just like, I felt like I was just ripped away from people that I know cared about me and that, you know, those are the only people that I ever cared about. So it was just really hard. Like, you know, it wasn't necessarily like romantic relationships or anything like that. It was my friendships. Like I had a lot of friends. Like, you know, when I got to Virginia, I didn't always feel like I had actual friends. Like I had people around me that like I talked to, but I didn't feel like they had my back in any kind of way. And it's just hard finding that. Like, you know, people have to, like, accept friendship, you know? Yeah. I don't think people really understand that a friendship is really a relationship, you know? Not in the sense that you're, like, supposed to be all up on them or anything. But, like, as a friend, I feel like you do certain things for people, like, you know? And you don't expect that in return, but you just reciprocate that same energy for right. them. And it's just, like, I just never felt those type of connections when I came to Virginia. And it was really hard for me to, like really assimilate myself to this culture here like it was a culture shock and that's what people didn't understand like it was totally different the energy here is different different the people are different like I was just like out of place and that was one of the reasons why I ended up just silencing myself you know like I just was just like you know nobody really cares what's going on like nobody cares how I feel about this like I know people cared but I don't think they understood like the depth of my sadness you know and it was just hard but I just, you know, it's just a hard topic for me to talk about because it, it was just a lot of pain and I'm just ready to go, you know, I'm ready to get out of here. Understood. Understood. Um, what sparked or inspired you to do a podcast? Um, I feel like, honestly, like, it was really the summer that me and Ashley really spent this summer together because we just got together like every day, went to the park and just had some really deep conversations like... 
And it was just to the point where I'm like, yo, I know people like need to hear some of this stuff because we would just be making realizations and just like really healing about a lot of things that we had going on in our past, you know. And it sometimes just takes that to like really look deep inside yourself and being like, what's really hurting me? You know, like, why am I like this? Like, there's something there that's making me feel this kind of way. And people don't really get that. They think, you know. I'm just never going to get better or I'm just I don't know what's wrong with me it's fine right. and they don't care to heal themselves so I wanted to do real life because I feel like people need to know that it's okay that they can express themselves and just tell it how it is like why hide it you know things happen in life and that's just how it is so right. that's just what I want people to know about me that I'm not a fake person I'm a real person like you know I've been through some real stuff and I want people to know that it's okay to come out and just share their truth and tell it how it is. All right. And I totally agree with you. Um, what are some of your hobbies? Um, my hobbies, like, I grew up, like, liking, I just like to read, you know? I like to read. I like to write, obviously. Like, I have a pod, I mean, I have a blog. <laughs> um, my blog is I Reminisce, y'all. It's Word, a WordPress blog. It's www.ireminisce.com. But... I'm a writer, and I think I'm a writer at heart because, you know, words to me are just so important. And we talked about this on your in, during your interview. Like, words are really the only way that I can truly express myself because sometimes it's just stuff that you're, my actual voice won't allow me to speak. I feel like when I'm writing, that is my voice. Like, that's my actual voice, and I write the way that I will talk, you know? And I write the way that we and you talk together. It's just right. like I write as a conversation because that's really what it is. And it's just like with words a lot of the times that was the only way that I could express myself like even like when I think back I would always write on my mom's cards like I would always get cards for people and especially my mom I would always write really how I felt inside and I was just like I'm like you know if I really had something deep to say like I knew that like she was gonna read it by herself or like you know it just yeah. gives somebody it gives people the time to like really let the words sink in and that's what I love about writing because you read it most of the time by yourself and you feel how it's supposed to feel. And that's my goal for my writing is to really invoke emotion in people and let them know how I'm really feeling. So that's one of my hobbies. I also like to crochet. You know, I have a lot of things going on with what I want to do for my brands. And I, you know, utilize my hobbies within that. So that's what makes it really fun. But I like, you know, listening to music also. Like, I find a lot of comfort in, like, R&B and just, like, you know, all different all different types of music like I just like feeling the frequencies is like more yeah. of it about it for me because a lot of times I won't even know what a song is saying but I already felt what it was saying right. you know and then I would look up the lyrics too and just be like wow like yeah. this is why I was really feeling this and a lot of times I find songs that's just talking about my life like when I was going through all that stuff with that ex-person in my life you know a lot of the, the music that found me during that time period was telling me like this is what's happening. This is what's happening. And I'd be like, wow, this is, liter this is really what's happening. Like, one of my favorite artists right now, Quinn, like, her CD honestly freed my spirit. And, like, that's why I really love her. And it's almost like how you feel with about Mac Miller. It's like, yeah. you're like, wow, like, she understands what I was feeling. And, really? like, it's really crazy how music will hit you. And that's why people say it is the language of the world because it is, like, this is why we have music so that people can sing and talk about stuff that they really go on in life like look at all the real music that's out here they're always speaking about their life it's not right. like some jibber jabber shit like they're really talking about stuff that has happened in their life and that's why people connect with them that's why you have fans that's how you grow fans right. you're not going to grow fans if you're fake and that's what people get 
you know, that's the perception people get with social media and stuff that you can just grow fans because you're cute or you're pretty or whatever it may be. But you're not going to grow genuine fans if you're not being real. And that's why I'd say real life in my blog also, because it's real life here. Like, I'm not sugarcoating nothing. If people don't like what I have to say in my blog or on this podcast, it's not for you. So you can go. You can go. You can go. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And um, so I agree with that. Because you pretty much just summed up how you feel about the show. You know, why the name is, what it is for your point of view. You know what I mean? Like, what that is for you. So what separates you from the world, Anissa? What do you think separates you from the world? What separates me from the world? What? I'm an individual. Like, that's what separates me from the world. I'm an individual. I have an individualistic mindset. Like, I'm not out here trying to follow all my life. Like, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, you know? But that's just not my path. I've known since a young age that I wasn't going to be in a cycle of life that leads me, like, stagnant. Like, I want to move forward. And I there are things that I want in life and that I want to achieve. So it's like... No, I have to utilize my individualistic mindset because I'm creative. I have ideas like I want to find people that I can give my ideas to. Like when I find people that can give my ideas, I'm like, here, these are my gifts. Like, take my ideas. Like, I'd be waiting for people to, like, cultivate me. Like, you know, and I just like people don't get me. Like, I'm literally on the edge of my seat all the time. Like, someone, please take my ideas. (laughs) Take them. Like, please. And I just be wanting to just, yeah, like, seriously, like, I want to create stuff. Like, you know, there's a lot of different things that I like to do. You know, I didn't mention my hobbies, but literally anything I ever tried, I'm I'm actually good at. So I know that I can do a lot of different things. And I wear a lot of different hats. I like to big. I like to do all of this stuff. So it's like, I can do whatever I want and I will do it. That's what separates me from the world. All right, Anissa. (laughs) Who are some of your biggest influencers? Um, this is cheesy, but honestly, like Carrie Bradshaw, even though she's not a real like person, but like her character in Sex and the City has been like very inspiring for me just because like she's a writer and like she's just out here in the city living her best life, like just doing whatever she wants and you know, in the beginning of the show she wasn't making a lot of money, but she still continued to chase her dream, chase her dream. And she got where she wanted to be later in life, and she just trusted her process, you know. And that's really kind of who I embodied when I began writing, because that's just how I felt that it should be. Like, she always talked about everything real that was going on in her life, you know, the different guys she was with, what's going on with her friends, and whatever. Like, I think that's cool. So she's really inspiring for me. Like, you mentioned Tyra Banks. She's been, was an influence to me when I was a kid, and I I always, like, thought that that was weird, that me and you kind of shared that, because, like, I remember I did a report on her, and Tyra's just very uplifting. Like, even on Top Model, she was always, like, coaching the girls, taking mm-hmm. time to come out and talk to them like, one-on-one. No yeah, from, like, remember when she you. went off on the one girl to in the me, episode? Like, <laughs> and it had all the memes about She's it, so but it was mad funny because she girl's cared. The grandma, like, <laughs> yeah. had the lights cut off so she could send yeah, her to Top like, Model. Yeah, like, she was, like, so she's yeah. so real, and she always, like, kept it real with them and really supported them and wanted them to know that she was there for them. Yeah, and, like, she did like, a lot of work for... Yeah, she did a lot of work for, like, young girls. She had the show and always had like young girls on there trying to like inspire them and help them and that's what I would like to do like I want to really 
mentor some kids i want to mentor some youth like i really want to focus on youth women just because like i feel like i always have connections with you know younger girls they look up to me and i enjoy that i love talking to young girls and that's something that i want to really pursue like later on so um (laughs) i can't even remember what we were talking about oh my god (laughs) she said she can't remember i'm so dead all right well anyways speaking of that because you were saying you know what you want to do in the future where do you see yourself in the next six months to five years in the next six months like honestly i have learned in these last six months that a lot can happen in six months so i i'm planning on doing it big like i'm about to spark this move and who knows where i'm gonna end up but (laughs) i'm about to start spark this move and you know we just talked about this like sometimes you have to ignite your own fire and that's what i'm about to do because you know when your bridges are burned and you feel like you don't got nowhere else to go then you just make a move and that's what i'm about to do so in the next six months i plan to really just try to get back on my feet find a career that i like well a job in the career path which i would like to be in which is writing so i'm trying to get my writing off the ground try to land you know a good job somewhere and really just get back on my feet the next five years hopefully i'm far away from here i'm trying to be on the other side of the country in another country maybe (laughs) you never know but i'm just hoping to just like continue to gain opportunity through meeting people and just you know being blessed to meet certain yeah. people because it's all about it's yeah you have to grow that's how you grow when you network with people because you can't stay you will stay on the same level if you don't you know expand your mind to other people and their mindset because if you're just constantly around the same people then you're never gonna grow you know or if you never take risks or take chances you're never gonna grow so it all has to be done it's all part of the process and i'm looking forward to it honestly i really am right all right anissa well my last question is just one is what is one pivotal event that freed your spirit? Hmm. Honestly, I had to hit rock bottom. You know, I really did. And I know a lot of people who who are already following my blog know that Catfish in the Sea was like the pivotal moment of my life. Like that sparked the beginning to all of this, you know? And I'm like shaking up kind of talking about this because it's not a place that I like to go back to because it's really painful. But I'm going to talk about this because it's real life. You know, that whole ordeal, like, though it was very traumatic, and thinking about it is just like... Can you explain what happened in short? Yeah. If if, For those who don't know what happened in Catfish of the Sea, like, I talked about my experience where my ex-boyfriend catfished me and really just destroyed everything. Like, I'm really shaking I'm talking about this because he really just destroyed everything that I had going for myself. And it's, it was just a whole ordeal and a whole backlash of things that happened after that. And it's just like, it's too much. But honestly, if I would have never talked about it on the blog and really just opened up and to- told everybody what actually happened, I would never have freed myself because for a long time I silenced myself from the moment I moved from Virgin- to Virginia to a whole series of events up until that situation like I had silenced myself and that whole situation freed my soul so thank you for that situation because now I'm a bird I have evolved (laughs) so no pain is necessary for growth so I'm grateful for that because through pain you know grew something that I couldn't have never imagined I would have became so I appreciate that Well, Anissa, thank you very much. And guys, we will see you soon.
So that was today's episode of Real Life with Anissa and Ash. See you guys next time.